0: Yeah, I'm back, bitch, wise people It's safe to say, it ain't safe to say But I'm about to say a whole lot I'm gonna start by saying this, bro uh. Yo, what's good, family? What's good? It's been a minute, it's been a minute Um, Man, welcome to anybody that doesn't know this is the Flavor in Your Ear podcast, hosted by Drew Grimes. It's been a minute. I've been in retirement for a long time. Longer than Tom Brady has been in retirement, honestly. So, just now hopping back into the lane, but I want to welcome you. Anybody that's listening to this, I don't even know this. is Listen, it just feels good to be back. Um, man, so let's just get straight into it, man. Like, shit, my name is Drew Grimes. i got a podcast called flavoring your ear and i guess this is the new season of doing stuff man and i just want to address the people um anybody that's listened to this if you know me if you got access to me then you know that i took a break from podcasting to hop into other endeavors and some of the endeavors did include podcasting i haven't really stepped away from the field but as far as me being the face of podcasting, um, I taken a, I took a break, you know, in the transition of moving to L.A. Uh, I think we put out a few episodes. We had one with the sneakers, um, and then we put out an episode with Dylan Clark, um, just about, you know, the medical marijuana industry. Unfortunately, some things happened with that episode, so that's no longer on here. But if you're somebody new, because you probably got um the notification and through apple podcasts you know hey welcome so let's let's get straight into it yo we're not gonna be on here too long we're just gonna i just wanted to really address everybody and just say what's up like damn man it's been a minute it feels good like i said i haven't walked away from the craft too much uh for those who don't know since i moved to la man it's been a transition man it's been something amazing it's been tough it's been hard depressing fun as hell uh west coast as hell but yet you know still been just trying to find my lane in it but man i came out here and you know thankful for the support that i've gotten um not only from My family who's helped me through this transition, but my significant other who held me down for six, (laughs) the beginning six months um, when I didn't have a spot to stay in. It was just, man, it's been a journey, yo. So, but look, came out here unemployed straight up. Let's just, let's just put it out there, man. I was unemployed. I've been, I was unemployed for like over a year. I don't think I ever addressed that on the podcast. So We about to get real vulnerable right here. Like, what's the point? You might as well just. Just speak to the people. So I was unemployed, came out here um, off a one-way ticket. Y'all already know the story. Uh, if you don't, you can listen to some of the previous episodes. One-way ticket, came out here, stayed with my girl, um, ended up doing a, a mayoral campaign. You know, and anybody that was really listening to Flavor in your ear in the beginning, we talked about politics a lot. That was during the Trump era, Big T era, um <laughs> The big T era, and then also just like with the protests and everything, I have a, I have a heart and a love for politics. So, but that shit's toxic. So I walked away from it as far as speaking on it. So it's just crazy when you like have are passionate about certain things and it comes back into your life. So that's really what happened with politics. Um, I got in, uh, I got acquainted with a man who's a real estate developer, and he was running for mayor of L.A. You know, it was one of them things where it's just like, hey, I'm not doing anything. I can assist you with this, um, you know, volunteer some time to basically do this. And let's see where it goes. Dude was legit. Um, Named Asher. You know, I got to just shout out Asher Lozado. Uh, he, he was solid. So, man, we ran that campaign for about six months. Met some amazing people. Continued to. We emphasized and put our focus on really producing content. Instagram um podcasts uh interviews we just kind of just went all in on that but man did i expect i don't really know what i expected i guess i didn't expect that the like politics race would be so hard to just like get like to be an outsider in politics someone that's like an individual um independent i would say independent hopping in this race and we didn't come in as a democrat or republican any of that we just came in as independent we wanted to do green party but you know it's crazy like la is one of these spots it's so big it's the top five economy in the world but yet if you really kind of sit down and look at it it's not ran correctly. We have over 60,000 people that are homeless. We have a trash problem. There's trash everywhere. The streets are dirty. We have a crime problem. We have a housing problem. We have an inflation problem. We have a gas problem. Like, you know, and we have a bad air quality, bad water. Um, You can't, you can't grow a garden in this city because the air is, because, I mean, any, not the air, but the soil is contaminated. So any garden that you see in the city, like, soil is already contaminated because of how much concrete. It's such a concrete jungle. A lot of issues with L.A. So, you know, this mayoral race was, for me, someone coming from Tennessee, like, but has a love for the city because I was born here. You know, I'm just like, fuck it. I put my head down. Let's get it, you know. And I was basically running as a campaign. I, I was known as a campaign lead, but I'm going to definitely say I was almost probably right underneath what a campaign manager would do. I mean I did a lot of stuff. I managed I connected people to Asher. I um you know we, we threw we tried I don't we ain't really throw no events, but we had we had walks, like community walks that we did in the city. Uh connected with people. The only thing I didn't do was just really like canvassing and doing cold calls, which I appreciated. However, man, when it came to like trying to get media attention, trying to even get recognized, I did not expect it to be so difficult as well as just trying to get people on board um it's a big city it's hard to get your name out there so you know i just figured that it would be a a lot of an easier transition i also figured that we would have a better infrastructure and we would have a we would eventually come into a bigger team our team was probably about six people deep and you know we it was a fun ride that's all i can say it was a fun ride we tried to do what we could it eventually i started seeing the writing on the wall like yo we're not you know we four or five months into this and we still ain't grabbing media attention i mean we would do a lot of things try to represent tenants and then it's just like it gets to becoming the politics as usual you start you start doing it and you're telling people that you're going to represent them but then there's so many people to represent it almost feels that you're just kind of showing face for a moment and Saying you're going to do something, but then, yeah, there's so many other obligations. And obviously, man, we were just, I think everybody was kind of over their head. And then in December, um, man, Omicron hit the city. Omicron hit me. It hit the team. It hit my barbershop. Like, I don't really go many places. I go to the barbershop. I go to my aunt's house. I go to my dad's house. I go to work. It's four places. It's pretty much where I'm at. Man, Omicron hit my work, the barbershop, my dads, my aunts. Like everybody I know caught Omicron. And then I ended up going to Tennessee. Uh hopefully I don't go get locked up with this, but I did not I ended up catching Omicron the day I traveled. It was on Christmas. Like I, I caught it on Christmas. I probably had a Christmas Eve. I well, obviously I had a Christmas Eve. And then the Christmas day I flew out to Nashville and then Flew on the plane, probably spreaded it to everybody on that motherfucker. And then, but not knowingly, because I was feeling good then, went to the movie theater. <laughs> went to the movie theater, took off the mask, everything. You know, the Tennessee, we ain't had to wear no mask. Um, And then by the night, man, that shit hit me. So the whole team ended up catching Omicron, and then probably within two weeks, we ended up just kind of like hopping out the po- political race. So now I'm coming back to Tennessee. Um, not really knowing where is my plan, what I'm going to be doing. And, you know, I, I went as hard as I could, but ultimately going that hard ended up getting me a full-time position with benefits, finally working the job, like finally doing something. But now I'm a property administrator. So I look over. Um, Asher is a real estate developer, if I haven't mentioned that, and he has a bunch of commercial properties within the city. I'm responsible for, you know, a lot of the landscape upkeep. And, you know, we got this position because I got this position. Well, I'm actually before I go there, like I was saying, I'm responsible for like landscape upkeep, the upkeep of one of the particular buildings, talking to the tenants. If there's anything that needs to be done, we will do it. I also watch over the community because we look over the West Adams area. Uh, Shout out to Wes Adams, you know what I'm saying, original Harlem crap, (laughs) but it's a good area, Uh, it's a pretty good area, and so, you know, I watch over, I make sure, you know, I pick up trash, you know, we do all type of stuff, just make sure the community's good and just give back, you know, he's the guy I work for, Ashley is really big on just giving back and keeping things sustainable and just looking nice, so we do that, I source out work, all type of stuff, but... I guess I can say that I got into this position. It's like, how does a person who has a master's degree is picking up trash? But, you know, during the campaign, I wasn't really making much money. So I was I started cleaning. I started cleaning houses. I was out here just like hustling, trying to clean my family. I can't even say I'm hustling. Like I only got two clients right now. But this segues into. You know, in cleaning, and cleaning commercial properties, and getting some experience with that just to make some money. You know, he hired me for maintenance upkeep, and it was said that he was going to also invest into my business. And so I want to pivot this to inform everybody that if you're in the Los Angeles area, you got a property, regardless if it's residential, event space, commercial, you need it clean, you've been neglecting it. I got it. I got a solution for you. Come check out Grimes Cleansing Service. Grimes Cleansing Service. Now, we don't just clean your property. We cleanse it. We're also known as the cleanse team. So we don't like I said, we turn anything from grimy to shiny. We cleanse your service. We put a lot of care, reliability that other people aren't bringing. So when it comes to if you need your spot sage, purified, disinfected, a lot of viruses can live and germs can live onto your surface for about 24 hours. So we're here to eliminate that and make sure that when you walk into the area, you're like, is that lemongrass? Is that lavender? Jasmine? You know, and we just bring a high degree of care to any property. So I just had to plug that in. My business, the Grimes Cleansing Service, also known as the Cleanse Team. You know, I had, to, I had to make it, I had to make it simple. So if you're checking this episode out, go to com and you can see what we're working with. So, um, but yeah, that ended up being, that became birthed. So, um, in, in cleaning and hustling and just trying to make ends meet, it's like, you know, he was like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to invest in you to create this cleaning business. And I can't act like every day like the homegirl once hit me up on instagram shout out to my home girl hannah she was just like man i see you living it up in la and you know i'm not out here trying to promote that like i'm just living it up this shit is hard it is a beast to make it out here uh, i mean as soon as i got out here my car my car broke down as soon as i got here My account hasn't been negative probably about four times, paycheck to paycheck, higher, high in debt, and, you know, just trying to find my way in this. I can't even act like a nigga can afford the rent out here right now, but this is where we are today. It doesn't mean we're going to stay here, because I'm hungry. I'm hungry. And... Even in the campaign I've gained skills. I've done podcasting. now I got a camera. I got a canon camera. I know how to work the cameras now. You know what I'm saying? Um, I got a business. You know what I'm saying? There's this different things that is gonna contribute to I said this year, you know, we're gonna make a hundred thousand this year. We're gonna turn a regular salary into a hundred thousand. How are we gonna do it, we don't it ain't for us to figure out, but it's gonna happen. Um, This is the tech hub, so I'm going to see myself really hopping into that wave as well because that might be my avenue Uh, when it comes to, like, knowing Web3, cybersecurity, all different things. So let's not speak on it too much, but I think things are going to brew to make, make out a really good lifestyle. But it's tough out here. It's tough. I also want to let people know I'm a real estate investor as well. So if you got some stuff. You got a real estate market, you got you got a house that you know needs to go and sell, holler at me. You know, go to Grind, go to cleansteam.com holler at me, you know. But yeah, I can't act like this shit been easy. But I can't act like I'm going to give up. You know, sometimes I just, sometimes this shit, sometimes it's up, sometimes it's down. I ain't going to lie, sometimes cleaning is degrading. It feels degrading as fuck. I got a master's degree, what the fuck am I cleaning for? I know I'm supposed to get the team right, and you know, I'm supposed to hire out, but obviously you gotta learn the industry to to get your footing in. And you know I'm still doing that, so I really just got on here to say, you guys, <laughs> that's that's really it. That's the that's the highlight of the day. That's the highlight of the year. Um, this has been an interesting chapter. I don't think I even hopped out. It was like yo, it's my birthday. I'm 27 now. Came out here at 26. You know, a lot of things have been different, man. Just trying to spend time with my family. Uh, my grandfather's getting older. My mom and them are still out there. I miss them. My brother's struggling college students. Sister. Well, I'm getting more time with my L.A. sister. Summer. And just really seeing family again. And this shit got its ups and downs. I ain't gonna lie to you. This shit is a roller coaster. I have been through every emotion. <laughs> Probably except for crying, <laughs> but I've been through every emotion, uh. like Nip said. But we ain't gonna give up, we just gonna keep pushing. So, I really didn't have no purpose for this episode. I just wanted to get on here and talk my shit a little bit, you know. I say we back, so just updates on that. And I don't know where this is gonna go, but I know we're gonna put out some content and it's gonna be here. So, if you haven't already. Go and like and subscribe to the podcast. Share it with anybody that you know. If you feel in this episode, if you even want to be a guest on the episode, listen. I got the, I got the software. We can do the Zoom. We can do it. We can we can line it up. We can get here person to person, face to face. Um, I got to get my bit. I got to get more organized when it comes to prioritizing podcasting. Also, speaking about podcasting. I also want to redirect some of the attention away from me and also let people know I am an editor and I am a co-host on the Blue Box Podcast, hosted and founded by Stu. I don't know your last name, Stu, so forgive me. But the Blue Box Podcast, I just hopped in. I just started getting acquainted with the team. And I think we're gonna make something, make something shake. Cause I told him, I said, look, I hopped away from the podcasting, but I still need to be in it. I still need to. I love the game. I love the hustle. Um, I let me edit. Let me edit videos. Like, so I just feel that where things are headed, I want to be. I always envision myself doing some of the stuff that I'm doing, and it's crazy because this journey is just starting and it's just beginning. So I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how many headaches, heartbreaks, successes, failures. I don't know because I hate attaching myself to things that fail and things that don't align. And, you know, I went all in for a clothing line, failed. Went all in for this mirror race, failed. You know what I'm saying? Doing a cleaning business. Where did that come from? I don't know. Will it get me to seven figures? Maybe. If it doesn't, I can't be scared to fail. Uh, But I feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be. I'm in the city that I love. I got a business. I've always wanted to have a business. I'm going to find my way into tech. I'm going to find my way into real estate. I'm in real estate. I'm in commercial real estate. So now it's just about owning something. I'm creative. We're doing the camera. I mean, I know how to work a camera. I know how to edit videos, content. I can't believe it. I used to not know how to edit videos. I know how to use. I know how to edit videos now. And I'm podcasting. I was told that you need 24 and plus streams of income to really find financial freedom. And shit, we're going to find it. We're going to find it some way. So, like I said, we're going to make 100000 this year. And this is where we're going to lead the podcast. But, yeah, if you're hearing this, going to tune in with my boy Stu and them on Blue Box Podcast. Know that I got my footing in that. And, yeah, just... Stay tuned. We're going to get back on this podcast a little bit more. Be a little bit more um, in tune and just give more effort again because I, I, I'm feeling it. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back in the lane. I'm inspired. I'm back inspired. So hopefully we can give healthy content, good content, and just really be vulnerable and um, not fake the funk. I hate people thinking. I don't want people thinking that everything all peaches and cream. I know we all going through shit. Well, we about to go into a recession, people. So. I don't know. I don't know. Everybody keep your head over above water. There's a lot of shit going on, but we're not here to talk about that today. We'll talk about that on another day. So, like I said, go to thecleansteam.com, Grimes Cleansing Service. Like and subscribe to the podcast, Flavoring Your Ear. We still doing it. We back, bitch. And, yeah, just like that, we out. Peace. Yeah. I'm back, bitch. Wise people safe to say, it ain't safe to say, but I'm about to say a whole lot, I'm gonna start by saying this though, uh, it's too dirty to play it safe, I stay out the way, niggas get stuck in their ways, hey, I know it's okay, but one day, you the big dog, you the shot call, the tick off, the pimp, give a nigga withdrawals, but the only thing I owe the on is money.